Welcome to another episode of How Men Think, and I, my name is Brooks Like, and I just want to say, last week's episode, the sex episode, was one of our hottest debated episodes we've ever had, and our producer, Amy, is looking at me smiling <laughs> and laughing already. Well, I just like that people had opinions, and we got so many questions. I think we're going to have to do sex education part three. Like. We're- yeah. I think today's part two, and we're going to have to bring it back again in January. We're going to do part two today, but we've been just bombarded with questions from you guys. Uh, men at iHeartRadio.com is where you can send us our questions. And Amy is fired up because she received almost some hate mail. I hate when you guys hate on Amy <laughs> because I love Amy, and she's honest, and she's opinionated. Uh, she's vulnerable, and you guys don't understand how hard that is to be in this community and on this platform, and I give her credence for that. I can take it because I think we got like 30 emails that said mouth stuff. So. <laughs> that's, that's also one of the reasons I keep coming back is just to hear you Everybody's say saying. mouth stuff and watch you laugh every time I say it. I can't say the words, but I'm working on it. I know. It's so funny. Okay, so... Uh, last week's episode was sex episode. We answered your guys' questions and the, and the biggest polarizing topic that we had was, is porn cheating? Yeah. People really have opinions. People were really opinionated about that with their emails and their comments on social media. You should read this one and then we can debate it. Okay. So here's one from an anonymous, uh, listener. I'm not sure where to even begin. First off, if you are okay with your significant other going to another person for hand or mouth stuff, then you're not secure enough in your relationship. It almost sounds like Amy is just saying that to sound cool. I'm still young and have been married for over a year and would have never been okay for my husband to go see someone else. That just opens up the door for an open relationship. And no, when your significant other is watching porn, they aren't thinking of you. If they were, they wouldn't just... <laughs> I did try that. They I did wouldn't try that. <laughs> just go to you. Wouldn't they just go to you in the first place? Some of the comments just sounded naive. I would love to hear another woman's comments who is in a serious relationship. So I have a few comments. Okay. First, everybody should email us or go on the Instagram and send us their comments. I did not say I was okay with other people doing mouth stuff. Just to clarify, what I said was I was okay with porn if a dude wants to watch porn i don't care and two i will admit i did say if they went to like a full body massage i also didn't care it was dimitri who isn't in here yet who said his friend had a girlfriend that said it was okay to go to other people for mouth stuff that uh-huh. was not me <laughs> but you didn't didn't you so in the full body massage you would say i said hand m- stuff that, is, is fine, okay fine it just feels like <laughs> As, as Part of a massage. It's on the outside of your body. It felt okay. Okay, so hand stuff when you pay for it, you're saying is okay. Oh, I like that you put the caveat of well, paying for it. If, yeah, what if you're right, not, not paying for it? Right, not a lady of the evening, but a masseuse, a okay. masseuse. Massage therapist. But what if, what if it's hand stuff that the person is not paying for? That feels weird. (laughs) (laughs) Unless it's their own. Oh, Amy. Okay, so here's what I thought of. Here's why I do not think porn is cheating. Okay. But I could be wrong. Like, I'm very open to, like, hearing everybody's opinion because I could be wrong. Although I did ask, <laughs> they, the guy probably isn't thinking about you when they're watching porn. No, <laughs> it's he's okay. probably not. In my mind, I'll pretend. Game of Thrones, I've never watched it, but I heard it's very, like, sexy, sexy. Okay. I'm fine if you watch that. So oh. why do I care if you're watching porn? It's just, like, a little bit more. Um, well, I, it's probably a lot more. I, I've never watched Game of Thrones. I'll try to think of, like, there's, more shows like that, but there's a lot of TV shows where it pushes it, and I'm fine with that. So that's where I came to on that. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how much Game of Thrones shows because I haven't watched it. I I saw one scene where some woman gave birth to like some dragons that flew out of the room. <laughs> but my wife was watching. And I walked in. I'm like, no, I can't watch that. And so then there's you, just what, there's what so much brutality. Has, like, let it. me think of. I mean, Thirty Shades of Grey, but that's like for girls. I'm trying to think of like a movie that, that pushes either. it. I I can't think of one. Emails them, but I'm okay with that. So I'm okay with porn. But, I'm okay but with porn it. Porn is definitely going to show you visually more. I'm still standing strong on I'm okay with it. Okay. But I would like to, if I'm convinced the other way, 
I will be, I'll read every email and be open to it. But okay. as of today, I am totally fine if anyone wants to watch porn. With, the, with me, without me, thinking of me, not thinking of me, I don't. I really don't care. By the way, that's completely okay. We're going to, people are going to disagree. There's going to be in our people in our community that agree with you. Right, and if it was and like- And there's going to be people that disagree with you. If it was you. like the olden days, they could read Playboy. I don't care. Yeah. Or read, read a book. That's like saying you can't read like a erotic novel. I don't care. <laughs> but I, I think, okay, I get that part. I, I understand that part, and I think our community probably does, but it's where it comes to the- Paying for hand stuff. <laughs> the full body massage is very controversial. That's so, very controversial. So people just have to email us and give us all the sides. Okay. So and here it is. To our listeners, paying with, if your significant other went to a massage place and paid for a massage and ended up getting, as Amy would say, hand stuff <laughs> at the end of that <laughs> massage, is that cheating or is that not cheating? Great. It's a good question. That's the question to the community. So you can email us at men at iheartradio.com or find us on social, How Men Think Podcast. And keep all the other questions coming because they are so amazing. And people are like, they have trouble with the words too. <laughs> <laughs> like, the O. Everyone emails and they just write the O. You know what? I, I actually really enjoy these conversations because these are all things that people are thinking. All Like the, the sex episode we just did and the one we're going to get into today, the questions, more questions from the listeners. These are real and truthful in people's relationships. And so I want to dive into these. These are things we go through, I go through in my relationship. And so we're trying to like set the weapons down here and have an, an open conversation about topics that usually are not discussed. And so we have the doctor back and she is amazing. And she oh is my God. exceptional. Yeah. I can't wait to have her in here again. Oh, yeah. Okay. You ready for sex episode number two? Mouth stuff. <laughs> here we go. This is How Men Think with Brooks Like and Gavin DeGraw, an iHeartRadio podcast. Welcome to another episode of How Men Think. My name is Brooks Like, joined again with co-hosts, you guys were so amazing last week. Co-host Dimitri and Rick, what in, up? In with us again. I mean, to be invited back a second week it's as the title of co-host. Co-host, I know we couldn't turn. Doesn't that, that down. three make is a, you like a whole host? No, <laughs> two, oh, two, two halves. Co- if yeah. you have two co-hosts, don't you have a whole oh, no. host? I think you and I together I mean, are one host. So now we have two. <laughs> We're each fifty percent. This hosts. is really this is really how men think, right here. Right. <laughs> Duh. But we're, we're missing Gavin. We are missing Ryan. Ryan's dealing. Oh, with we a miss. Whole I love. I love how your voice stuff. changes every time. We're missing Gavin. We're missing Ryan. Ryan texted me that now he is projectile vomiting. <laughs> And oh. has been vomiting for 12 hours. That poor, that poor carpet of his. <laughs> his carpet's wrecked. Uh, but you guys were such stellar co-hosts. I wanted to bring you back again. And I'm so proud of you for stepping up to it, gentlemen. Well, you said, uh, you, you texted us and said, uh, more sex this weekend, question mark. Yes. And we're like, sure. Let's. <laughs> and <laughs> now we realize we're talking now, about Now sex. I'm realizing all we get is a co-host. Sweet. <laughs> but no, your co-host sheriff badges are on their way. So we'll get you awesome, those. <laughs> but oh, also look. on today's, so we're going to get into more sex on today's episode. This is going to be a follow-up to last week's episode, mm. which was juicy. Um, and then also at the end of today's episode, we have two very special guests, three very special guests. I'll do. And then also at the end of this episode, we have three very special, distinguished guests with a mm. extremely exciting new announcement. We came to talk about sex. <laughs> what? That, oh. was, that was one of them. I that gotta was be honest, amazing. She whispered in. I, well, she the said, whispering we was very nice. About done. sex. Yeah. She just teased. And that's the cliffhanger. You're gonna have to listen to the whole show and come back at the end to find out who it was. But super exciting announcement coming from some very fun people at the end of the show. Dr. Viviana is here. I just want to acknowledge you. Like I'm learning yeah. so much and and because I, w- I want for everybody to feel sexually expressed and satisfied in their life that you are helping people, you keep saying understand and, and talk about things and communicate things. Um, I want everybody to feel that way in their life and not to feel like they're missing out on anything. So it's so interesting because people ask me what it is that kind of got me into doing the work that I do with couples and individuals. I want people to have options. I ultimately, I don't want anyone to feel stuck 
because life is too short for that, especially when you're trying to do it alongside someone else or more than one person. Well, and isn't life too short to not be exploring sexuality as Brooks refers to it? And what's great about it is that there's so much play area that isn't going to go into something that is maybe kinky or doesn't work with your spiritual beliefs or doesn't work with your you know, relational beliefs. There's so much fun that we can have. The problem is, it's funny because you said it earlier, I say sexuality because sexuality to me, and it should be for all of us, not intercourse. Yes. It is not yes. just intercourse. Yes. When people only talk about sexuality in terms of intercourse, I kind of feel bad for them because you're missing out mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. just the playfulness. Sex is play. I just think they're uneducated. Like you said, you need to start, if you want Sex Friday, you need to start with Monday. And I just think that like, and living in your own sexuality, there's actually enjoyment there versus just receiving enjoyment in sex. The and there are so sex. many couples, long-term happy couples, who may not be having sexual intercourse frequently, but they sure do have sexuality frequently. They're having annual sex. <laughs> They're having annual. <laughs> or mouth stuff. <laughs> so um, Brooks, tease this up. After the break, we're going to talk about circumcision. Oh, what am I supposed to tease? <laughs> you could just leave it at that. <laughs> Dr. Viviana is in studio with us. Dr. Viviana Coles in from Houston, and she's just been making it rain here with just amazing advice. <laughs> I, that's, I, wow. I, that's, okay. I, yeah. He totally has me paranoid over the fact that I texted my body but no, i'm okay with it i'm embracing it that's true the expert the internet's not no forever. face it's okay the internet's not forever it's like the internet's like snapchat he it told me he deleted hours. it mm. he told me he <laughs> deleted <laughs> it uh, sure, okay then he must have yeah no so, question about that so um the next topic that we want to get into we'd like to get your opinion on dr viviana is circumcision so what do women think about guys who are versus guys who aren't Obviously, this is controversial, um, and it has been for centuries, um, possibly even longer. Excuse me. This is what I'll tell you about circumcision. We have to be okay with the fact that it's for vanity only, because our bodies were made a certain way, and you're taking something away. Something that someone brought up earlier, um, actually one of my cousins, he's a smarty, and he's a thoughtful person. He said... Why do we see it any differently than female circumcision? Hmm. And that blew my mind because we are all pretty much, I'm going to go ahead and look at all of you and say you're on the same page. Female circumcision is not okay. So why do we do this? I don't even know what it is really. It's when they remove part of the clitoris. Oh, so for what? Mutilation, right? Well, they call it mutilation, but how is it different than removing the foreskin for men? Mutilating the penis. People do see it that way. So we have to either be okay that it's for aesthetic purposes only because studies show scientifically that there is no strong correlation one way or the other with health issues. The internet, when I did research, says it's to prevent certain UTIs in men, or this might have been in days of yore, but... And HPV and a couple other sort of disease preventions. So that is what is causing people to feel justified in doing so. Is that crap? It's, it's crap because there are so many other reasons. You can, you can teach our children, you can teach our boys and teach women how to handle uncircumcised penises and the cleanliness and the hygiene, all of that. Um, that is, it's not that it doesn't happen. But that is not going to prevent those things. Got it. So again, and uh, you know, I have a little boy, and I have a husband, and it was purely an aesthetic, sociocultural thing in my culture, um, meaning American, because my Latinos—I'm a first-generation American—Latinos don't tend to circumcise. Right. I read that. 50%, it even said, in America. Mm-hmm. And I married a 7th, 8th generation Texan. So I left that up to him because that's what I would have wanted if I was you know, having to make a decision like that. But we had to come to terms with the idea that this is for aesthetics. We are changing and altering our son's body for possibly attracting a woman in the future. So are any of you willing to reveal what you are? I'm not circumcised. I am. This is. I am. Will you tell us more, Rick? Oh, 
you want to talk about the uncensored? I don't need I mean, a photo it, of it, it but I, just I like, have, yeah, why? Well, my dad's not, or, you know, my family. And uh, why? I mean, I don't think I know why, but I mean, I, my what I did with my son was because I, we want to be the same. There wasn't any sort of right. like it's vanity cultural, and aesthetic. Yeah, so based on what Dr. Viviana is saying about vanity, Brooks and I have better looking penises than you. Not at all. <laughs> and the once truth I, is, once I peel it back. <laughs> <laughs> and the truth is, he has heightened sexual pleasure that the two of you will never have understood. So we found someone so? who How was so? circumcised and as an as an adult. I don't know why, and said uncircumcised was color TV, circumcised black and white. That is the difference because you okay. Obviously, I'm. A, but this is where it got pants, confusing so for the guy. This. For, for the, the guy, guy right. his his feeling was way better before. Okay, so it's just like women with the clitoral hood. When you become aroused, the clitoris swells up and the clitoral hood retracts a little bit. Right. Same thing when a man is erect. So all of a sudden, something that doesn't typically touch anything like underwear, pants, whatever is exposed and so it's more sensitive it just makes sense it's like when you're driving in a convertible and you just peel that top back and you're like whoo and as Wind a teenager rick did you ever oh. have any like when you're in a locker room any like insecurities about it or were you pretty comfortable with it like you played water polo so people obviously were like around yeah you. i mean you're showering or whatever i didn't really to be honest i didn't really think about it i mean i i noticed it um and i don't think i was very i, I didn't feel insecure about anything it wasn't until like actually college when I noticed that somebody else, like everybody had was circumcised. So, uh, you know, I, but I didn't think in depth about it until college and everybody. And then there were a couple guys that were not circumcised. And I was like, oh, oh it was kind of more like, oh, yeah, yeah. What's up, dude? Like we have something in common. But and was I, it I, to a be honest with you, I mean, it wasn't like a huge thing that really wasn't. Like went down. And right. was it a discussion between you and your wife about your son or was it like, Dr. Viviana said it was really your decision like we she had, did with her husband. We had a discussion, but it was it, we knew what the answer was. Right. So it was. Well, yeah, I've seen both doing. and I like both. But that isn't typical <laughs> because guys remember, I don't know how much porn y'all are seeing that have un, that have uncircumcised men in it. We just don't have a lot of visual representations, even though the vast majority of the world is. Not, is uncircumcised. uncircumcised. Maybe there's a category for it. There could be. I'm sure there's a genre oh. somewhere. <laughs> like MILF? Yeah. 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 So probably. this is the thing. For women, if you typically ask women, they will they will go with whatever feels less complicated. Mm. So they'll say that they prefer a circumcised man. But again, how is, that, how is that complicated or less complicated? Because it's what they know. Because, because it's they don't a have, visual thing? Or is it's that, a visual thing. They think, okay, well, what do I have to do with that? Or what? They're just not used to it. And it's, I mean, it's ridiculous how yeah, difficult it right, is. You don't have right. to do anything, right? I mean, my experience was when I experienced it, it was, oh, these words are so challenging for me, aroused. It looked exactly the same as the one, the other one I'd seen. So like a turtleneck. <laughs> It didn't, everybody said that, but it just looked exactly right. the same. But it's, it's just like with vulvar variety. There are, there's foreskin and there's, it all can look different. So some can be, can hang past the tip. Some can, would never hang past. Some, it almost seems like they're circumcised. Well, yes, it's I have a, different. the person sent a picture and so I have a picture of one that is and one that isn't and they look identical, identical. Well, that's not always the case. I mean, and not exactly. They, you like you could pick it out of a lineup. <laughs> I could pick each of them you out of a lineup. You need one of those lockets. <laughs> but anyway, a lot of it has I to do, do with confidence and knowing your own body. If you can teach your partner very quickly how I, to do things, if it needs to be even addressed, then that's it. You yeah, have that I have conversation. A, I, have, I don't know it. if it's a question, but it's more of a comment. I have a friend that they had a baby boy and he was uncircumcised, the father. And the wife was very, I think she's Catholic or whatever, uh, and very religious and very one way or, you know, that's the way she wanted it. And so, but she wanted to be circumcised and they went and got the boy circumcised. And I just felt like that was like the biggest knock on like the, the dad of like, you know, and it's, I don't know. I, I mean, why did he care? Why was it I, a knock I, on the dad? It was a friend of a friend. Right. 
Um, I think chances are he did care. I think he cared. But I, I think, think that ultimately she probably just came up with the with the um, discussion and, and the argument that, hey, I as a woman, if I don't find it appealing or as attractive, we don't want our son to go through that, which is a bunk. That's a it's a bunk. little thing weird. It feels a little like making your daughter get a boob job. Yes. Feels a little uncomfortable I completely to me. agree. But again, this is why... We have to just come to terms with the fact that you're altering somebody's body and that we should probably leave it alone. I know a set of brothers where the older brother is and then the younger brother isn't. That's So maybe the mom kind of freaked out like, why did I do this? And then did not do it to the younger son. Maybe the older son just screamed. Are are the parents married? (laughs) It's the doctor won't let you. Yeah. The doctor warned you um, when they do it because Brooks just said maybe the older son screamed when it happened and she was traumatized. When When the doctor does it, he warns you, he's like, because I went in there because my son was young. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he's a baby. And so I wanted to be in there. And he's like, just so you're prepared. A lot of dads faint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So so he's so Ryan, who's not here because he just had a baby. The doctor asked him, would you like to watch? And he said, no, I believe. And he said, how many dads watch? And it was like 5%. Wow. So that's how terrified the dads are that they're doing this thing to the kid. Well, and fortunately, because I did a lot of research on it, um, fortunately, they do use topical anesthetics. They actually even put a, an injection for anesthesia. But no matter what, it's Our it's producer, not, Danielle, knows someone who did it when they were four, and they remember it. Yes. So they will say psychologically that adult circumcision is much more traumatic, both psychologically and physically. So actually, no, two different stories. So I'm also Latin as well. So I, like you said, it, it totally makes sense now. So um, one of my f- cousins, um, he didn't get circumcised until he was 12. And it was, wow. yeah. And he was like, that was the most traumatic thing ever. So when he went to go do it with his son, he did it pretty early on at two months old. And when he did it at two months old, his son had like a really severe reaction and the blood wouldn't stop gushing out so literally his two month uh two month old baby was like pale in the face had to rush him to the er and this whole the baby had to get a blood transfusion whatever so literally he has had the most traumatic experience when it comes to that kind of stuff and just because it's typically routine or it's common doesn't mean that it has to be right it doesn't mean that we have to continue to do this again you just have to be mindful of your reasoning it can't it's like some people choose to do the piercing for little girls ears when they're weeks old and then others wait as it's a rite of passage (laughs) (laughs) you really lit up with that i I think it's so funny it's it's great i've never seen you just light up like that Okay, so let's move on from that. So while we're on that topic, we're sort of... Of the penis? Of the penis. Yeah, we're on that topic. Um, Let's talk about... We have some points here and some questions from listeners. Penis size. Oh, the elephant in the room? (laughs) (laughs) Or not an elephant. It doesn't matter. It doesn't... Does it need to be an elephant? It could be... It could be... Do y'all worry about that? Aardvark. If yours is big or small or what? Do do men worry about it? Uh, For sure. Of course dudes do. Really? But do you worry about it once you're in a long-term committed relationship or do you worry about it when you're dating? But what are you worried about? With the girl or are you worried about it like comparing it to another dude? All. Like standing in the shower. We want all of the above. Yeah. Like where someone leans over and they're like, Rick's is huge. Or they're like, Rick's is small. I don't think I would really worry about it in a relationship with a girl. I think it's more of like when you're in the locker room or showering, I guess. Uh, You know? Like, yeah, for sure. For sure, in a locker room, you're in. Like, I was in a locker room with 23 dudes my whole life. Like, f- for sure, you're like looking. And would around you say there's 23 <laughs> differences? Where do you Quick rank scan? here? Would on you the rank team? that all of them were pretty different, or they all sort of? Is it sort of a small window of normal, and then there might be a one dude James. who's super no, small, yeah. and no, no, one yeah. is? Yeah. Giant. I, I was one guy that wore a bathing suit to the shower. I would say I've got the biggest yeah. contract, but you've got the biggest. <laughs> I, would say, I would say that most guys are sort of in from my experience most guys that, that there's a cluster of like they would fall into this general group or size or whatever and then there's like an outlier the outlier is usually right. like bigger like the lion king. like outlier bigger i've only ever played with one guy that was like an outlier smaller 
Like, did yeah. he wear, did he wear the goalie knee like, pads? Oh, I played with two forward? guys. I played with two guys that I can now think of that were outliers, smaller. In my experience, and it for was sure all for them, it was an issue. It was the an same. issue. Same. Yeah. And then I do remember one being abnormally small, and then even the big one was just sort of in that still realm of same, mm. but maybe just like a hint more swollen. <laughs> So, so the, circumcised and I haven't seen or touched that many. I know it seems like I have, but it's very <laughs> low numbers. I just met you, and I totally think you have. No, I'm just so <laughs> no, I've only slept with six people, maybe you, seven soon, you, but that's it. Here my I'm fine with that number. I feel great about that number. Okay, so this is the thing. Does anybody even know what the average is? Three inches. I, oh no, three inches. Seven. Three inches flaccid. We looked, Danielle and yeah, I looked I was it like, up. Whoa, three whoa. inches flaccid. <laughs> Seven. Brooks well, is I'm young. Got out their out. cell phone. Okay. Well, we, here's the a question. girls were talking about it, and someone got their cell phone out and was like, it's about this length. Yeah. Okay, let's even ask that. Like, was it the six or the six so plus? So it's, it, the average is typically Max. around five and a quarter. Is that oh. when it's, you know what? Yes, okay. when it's erect. Now, that said, girth makes a huge difference in sensation. Okay, because I, I have actually had to counsel couples through how to even begin to have penetrative sex because it's of the size girthy. of the penis. Yeah, I would not like that. Um, it was like a fire plug. Or it can be too, <laughs> too or dirty. it can be too long and it can hurt our cervix. Oh. So there is such a thing as too long. And all of you men who keep talking about how big is better and oh I wish no. I had it women are not feeling that. That is not what they want. They do not it's the, want it's a the motion huge. in the ocean. Well, it is, and it's everything. That's the thing. The Guys the tend right. to boil down their worth to ha their penis, so and there's so much more to sex. So here's what I think guys like, and I'm totally fine with this. They like to act like it's big and have you go, it's big, even if it's not. Like, that's in my sexting. I'm like, the, the, the big, you know, whatever, even if it's just fine and average. Am I right? Well, Guys, it's, it's nicer I'm totally than, right. It's nicer than like, saying, hey, know, that's really fine and average. I'm just going to say this because this is the show. In my sexting, like one guy, I'm not, and I only have sexted with like four people. We, we've, you've made that I clear. feel like I need to <laughs> tell people. So I'm getting uncomfortable. Me. I'm so sorry. No, but he I'm, said really done a something. Okay, you guys, I'm just going to say it because people need to hear this and I'm trying to be open and I need you guys to be open. Be honest. They said, I'm, okay, it's so dirty. So I apologize in advance. But they said, I'm going to put it in you, but it might hurt you. And it's like, it's not going to hurt me. That is me. such a porn Oh, I liked ideal. it, though. I was like. <laughs> so, Amy, <laughs> you, are, you are psychologically kinky for totally. sure. Totally. Yes. Sure. But then in That's reality, it like, it's totally normal. Okay. So this is the thing about. I think this is the thing about that. If you feed into that, sure did. And if the <laughs> and if the truth is that he's not that big, that's sort of no. He's just totally normal. Pro he's maybe normal. on he's yeah, totally average. Normal. But overall, you don't want to feed into it. Like, yes, it does hurt. Yes, because then if he gets oh, off ouchie, on hurting ouch, you and ouch. you're not into that, then we got issues. Right. So I think that was just for the texting. Let me ask the well, she's only the done uh, five times. Five five hundred. Yeah. Let me ask the ladies in the room: Does does size to a woman make a difference? Bigger does, is worse. And then does it make a difference for a long term partner? Bigger, like uh, uh, is worse. Above average. I want no part of that. Can be worse than someone who's slightly below average for sure. I think that's what p women say all the time. That's what people in my office say all the time. The concern is um, if it's too small. Now there's it's clinically called a microphallus. And that can be something that, unfortunately, there isn't a really good surgery out there to help that. How common is that? It's not very common. Like There's, super Well, the uncommon. name doesn't super help rare. with the self-esteem either. Micro? <laughs> well, well it, it's literally <laughs> like this. Oh. And they have to release Just tendons so through surgery that might extend it a little bit, but it doesn't really help. There's, but fortunately, there's lots of sex toys that help with that. There's the documentary, I think I mentioned before, called Unhung Hero. Is that true? <laughs> it's true. There's a documentary called Unhung Hero. It's about this guy who proposes to his girlfriend on like the jumbotron at a basketball game. 
he gets left he gets ghosted like right there gets left hanging she just walks away yes she <gasps> just freaks and like walks no. away and then later on she the reason she gives him that she didn't get in or like accept his engagement is that he didn't have a big enough penis are the, the, you and serious? then he goes on a world what? journey the finding irony. out like yeah the irony of a guy with a small penis proposing on a jumbotron <laughs> 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 wow and then he goes on like a world journey trying to explore and solve the problem for men that have smaller that did he have a micro units. i don't know yeah well he goes they don't show it they don't show it but yeah he goes to like a condom facility too he goes to all these different countries did he know the 11 out. points of how Hold to put on, on a condom <laughs> he didn't need all anyway 11. it's like oh, the guy at the condom factory is like yeah you would really be smaller than average um and then he he explores different sizes amongst different countries which countries are, are, are on average the smallest? Which countries are on average the biggest? What are? I believe like uh, South Korea or something was one Small. of the smallest. And I think like Nigeria or something oh, was I one of the you, biggest. For some reason, I felt Austria. What? Your poor Austrian listeners. Don't quote me on that exactly. It's been it's probably been five years since I've seen the movie. Don't quote me on that exactly. But it's it's very educational as well as like very real for men. Like this is he goes to he's in this like back alley surgery room in philippines about to try this like oh. crazy Excellent. injection that's a terrible idea it and, actually and sounds and he, fascinating this is truthful like he's there in the moment about to do it he's sweating and he freaks out he's like oh my god i can't do this like it's a man's journey dealing with this it's called unhung hero but again it goes back to this idea of if he felt like there were options more more actually if his would-be fiance felt like there were more options and you can find satisfaction through things other than pain penetrative sex like that that could right. have opened them up to a life of like what if she had maybe they, they could were, have had the most amazing they should have been together sex. right they could have been together right. had by the she, way sorry just hug him and say let's uh, let's talk about it later don't ghost him on the jumbo drum oh, that's BS. so rough but while that's we're on BS. the topic could we quickly talk about men's thoughts on breast augmentation do you is bigger better no, there's there's uh, too big for sure. I, I think so we did we same thing. Too yeah. big is too much. Yeah, I, I I look at it like I think I think in general a person should be able to jog. Just it, truthful, like <laughs> no, totally. Yeah. Like a person should be able to. <laughs> Says perform. the workout guy. Well, yeah, well, exactly. Well, I don't <laughs> know. He's like, like if you're doing push-ups <laughs> and your arms are barely reading. But can you, know, you, you imagine? Can you imagine not being able to jog because of something you have mm. augmented to your body? Mm. But like what, what if jogging isn't your thing? What if, you know, and, and then he on top of that, to, so is there too little? To. Is there such a thing as too little? I think so too, yeah. I mean, I think what that, per, I mean, here's the, the real answer is what that person's comfortable with is what, what it should I, be. I know I guys from that, a, oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead, so go, no, go ahead, bye. No, I, yeah. uh, no, I was just going to say from a man's perspective, I think too big is too much. And I think either medium-sized de- going down is, is the right size. For boobs or penises? Boobs. So really quickly before we have to wrap, I sent y'all the picture of Jason Derulo that Instagram oh, yeah. took. First of all, that thing scared me. I'm not going to lie. But well, and he was lying when he wait, said wait, it was wait. a semi. You didn't send it to me. I don't know <laughs> what this is. We what's, have it right here in your notes. What's the Jason Derulo? So, what did he say he was? A he semi? Said he, he, he said, said he was, was only semi-erect. Oh, semi. I but thought he was Instagram talking about a semi-truck. Instagram took it down. So I wanted to see what everybody <laughs> thought about Instagram <laughs> taking it down also. Wait, is this uh, truthful? That is, he says, that or is his is this, body. This is He's, truthful. That's a half mast. Yeah, he says Kay. that is yeah, half mast. I mean, and yeah, but the internet, they, there's Oh, no, no, cool he posted the picture. He didn't use Photoshop. That's what I'm saying. Like, no is Photoshop. This, I believe him that that is, it was so, intimidating well, to me. Either way, like he's... He knows that's probably coming down. He's throwing it up there as like, oh, I'll get this up there. It's going to get out. The internet's going to grab it, run with it. Oh, and, and every it, gonna, he yeah. was very smart. Everyone yes. is talking about yes, his Yes, exactly. Penis. When was this? Days ago. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see I it. I saw it. And I don't <laughs> Everybody in the world used the two-finger feature to enlarge, right? Everybody. Don't anyone in the room that says they didn't is a giant liar. I was like, what? It's so different. Happening. You ever watch you ever watch track? Track and field or wrestling? Like guys that are in super tight water polo. I yeah. saw yeah water polo. This guy was in a speedo. Water polo cameras in slow mo. Everybody used the two fingers on Rick's speedo. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I use that the three finger tap when it's like dink dink and it really blows up fast. <laughs> I thought that was the heart. That was on there. <laughs> Oops. My we'll bad. put another photo of Rick and his speedo up on the Instagram. And I everybody think this guy is looking for attention. He got it. Good for him. And you know, I uh, think they take it down. I think taking it down is probably not a 
I don't think that was right for them to take it down. I agree with I, you. I, I, you don't think it's, it was right of Instagram to take it down? Not really. I've seen clothes. tons of photos anything. of women that are up there with everything Boobies. going on and half of it's covered and it's still there. But it's also what yeah, Dr. Viviana said. I agree with Rick. I, agree with Rick. Yeah. I, agree. I don't think point. it needed to come down, but it's what Dr. Viviana said. It's like, here he is like, oh, look at me. I'm so big. And he's like, oh, and it's only semi. It's like, for he, what? He man? said that? Yeah. Yes. He said it was only semi-erect. Wait, he said that in the post? Well, I, I have a That feeling. was because he felt Instagram was wrong in taking it down. And they said, look, this is a sexual. graphic, sexual, like, you're aroused in this picture. Oh, and he's okay. like, it's only a semi. Oh, I thought he said thought, it wasn't aroused I thought he posted it and he's like, oh, this is only a semi. <laughs> and then that's what I, <laughs> Like a sales pitch? <laughs> yeah. Right. Flying half mass like today. Semi-truck. Oh, a semi-truck. Yeah. Dude, Dr. Viviana, you're rad. Yeah. Totally yeah. rad. Thanks, um, y'all. Marriage at first sight? Yeah, I'll, married I just, at first sight. Oh, did I call? Um, pardon me, married at first sight. Well, it is marriage. So do you believe right. that's a good idea? <laughs> Sorry, I so, think it's nuts. <laughs> okay, so let's I talk about like that because <laughs> you yeah. feel like it's I, what? I feel like Amy. If would they do sexted it. me in the right yeah. way, I'm just kidding. She's I'm like, totally. I had too much chocolate. Here are my boobs. Let's get married. <laughs> <laughs> so married at first sight is this wild, just kind of modern take on arranged marriage. And there are three experts and a ton of people that work with potential, these are singles, who want to get married, who want to be committed, who have had it with dating. They're sick. They're in their 30s usually. They want to have kids soon. They can't go through another 10-year relationship. And how many, it works. How many couples have made it work? I think we know 12. 12. But what's make it work? Like how long in like... Babies, married for years. Yeah, babies, yeah. The first season um, aired five years ago. Uh, so, and we're about to start our 10th on January 1st Have in you been Washington, D.C. I haven't. I, this is only my second season. Season 10 is my second season. I came on a nine and I who, who, love Who's it. your most famous girl? What's her name? Jamie Otis? Yeah, so she Jamie, totally made it work. Jamie was, uh, Jamie oh, and, and her husband, Doug, really stood out because she was not into him when they first got married. Like she was on the ground sobbing after she see him. She saw him because they get married at when they meet at the altar. It's a legal marriage. And then Oof. they go through eight weeks, seven to eight weeks. And then they get to decide if they want to um, stay married or get a divorce. And we get to help them along the way. We give them tools. I mean, I love that I'm able to be so direct with these people. I love telling people what to do. So No <laughs> kidding. I'm never going to send my boobs again. No, I am. I am. We know that's no. not true. <laughs> so eh. this You is, sent one when we took a break. It's wild. Did you get my text? We really try not to have people focus on the physical. So when we're looking for potential you know, spouses, we want people who are looking past that we want people who want an emotional connection we want compatibility so we try our best and then we wait and see how it unfolds i'm impressed how do you bounce back from her falling down crying when she sees him like how does he bounce back from that like oh we can still oh, make and she work. like fell in love with him so jamie and doug they're doing great we have so many other couples who are doing well they're doing awesome i'm very partial to this last season season nine jamie and elizabeth they are one of our roller coaster couples and one of the sexual conversations that came up um, and subsequently went viral is that she goes, I don't understand how you expect me to have sex with you all the time when it's basic Caucasian sex. Whoa. What does that mean to I'm her? offended. What do you think it means? A missionary. <laughs> do you remember? Is that what, what, what do y'all think totally, it means? I'm not sure I know what missionary she is. She did not define it. So <laughs> what do you think it means? Missionary. Uh, maybe really good. Basic <laughs> Caucasian sex. I'm just trying to bolster it there. I think you're probably I, right. Yeah. It's probably missionary and just plain. And, and very in the bedroom. Very like very basic. Like vanilla. Barely yeah. took their clothes off. Yeah. And There's then a piano a, playing. Boom, boom, done. And off they go and take a shower and like barely speak to each other. Maybe something like that. Well, we'll have to ask Elizabeth at some point. But the truth is, that's what people started thinking. And, and it's obviously not uh, categorically true. But then we also have. She should try sexting. We also have couples who don't ever consummate their marriage during the process and wait until later, uh, oh. or, or not at all if they decide to divorce. But it's a really interesting experiment, and it's not for everybody. I mean, if you know that you're really into looks and you're really into chemistry and all that, you don't get to choose who you're marrying. So it's out of your control. Yeah. Um, but if it's for something where you're like, I know I want to be married. I know I can be a good husband. I know I can be a good wife. You pair me with somebody who is kind generous sweet and 
somewhat good looking, I'll make it work. Pass. And they wow. do. That's, Hard that's pass. That's tough. That's tough. It's very tough. I prefer menus with pictures on them. So I can see the Really fast food. before we go. Can all four of you answer this question? Can attraction grow? Oh, yeah. For sure. Definitely it can grow. Yes. Thousand percent. What do you think, Amy? I'm terrified of it. I don't know. For me, I'm scared of that because I think sometimes it cannot. And so I'm very worried going in if I'm not a 10 out of 10. So, yeah, for me, it's very scary. You're worried that you can't become more attractive Correct. to somebody? No, more attracted. Uh, attracted. Oh, mm. no. So I, I feel that oh. like there's people that I've met in my life that as you get to know them and understand them and appreciate them as a human, they become more attractive. 100%. Yeah. Brooks is really attractive to me right now. <laughs> oh. But when, but I remember the first day you met oh, him, man. you were like, eh. I know. I was <laughs> like, dude, that guy's, oh, look at the muscles. And that's oh, the crux of this. That's the crux of this because we can put two people together who on paper are so compatible. And sometimes they will get so fixated on any little thing. And we're like, why are you throwing away yeah. such an amazing possible you know, marriage forever? Because they're two inches too short. That's me. Wow. <laughs> so it's not for short. you, Amy. You mean other No, ones? yeah, but I'm working on it. Two inches okay. too short where? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Viviana, I want to just commend you and I want to thank you for traveling all the way from Houston, but I want to also just thank you and acknowledge you for what you've given to our audience today. Um, for the people that, out there that are listening that have undoubtedly been blown away by you, where can they find you aside from the TV show? Where can they find you and get in touch with you? I don't often blush. And, and I don't even blush when I'm talking about sex stuff, but I'm blushing now. Thank uh, you. Brooks has that way. <laughs> uh, my website, it's drviviana.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-V-I-V-I-A-N-A.com. And then, you know, Married at First Sight, any, I would love for y'all to binge watch it, get caught up, because next season's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. And I have programs online. So for couples who can't come see me in Houston, um, because my license is in Texas, then uh, I have programs online now. I'm super pumped about it. I just put them up yesterday. What is a program online? What so um, it's the Dr. Viviana Method for Intimate Reconnection. And that is for couples who can't get past the awkward hump of going from like very... The awkward hump. The hump. <laughs> a very awkward, like they just don't have sexual or sensual connections anymore. And emotionally, they also feel disconnected. So this is a very thorough, very extensive. It is not surface. So it's for couples who really want to have their hands held through a six-week program. Mm. And by the end of it, because I've been doing this for years, I just finally kind of systemized it. But um, it's for couples who are like, we could divorce. We haven't had sex in eight years, 12 years, or even just six months, whatever it is. But they can't do it on their own. If you yeah. can't do it on your own, try it out. And then I also have a premarital counseling course that I've also been doing since I don't know when. Um, and that's, that's great for couples who just need to raise their confidence in their relationship, either before or after walking down the aisle. Mm. Back to the, the first courses that you were talking about, I think that's even for people that just even want to study more of that. Like, yes, I, so I even don't if think you just don't know about yeah. it or, or you're wanting to, to kind of make sure that you prevent things yeah. in the future. Let's say you're dating and you're like, okay, what do I need to look out for? I've seen way too many couples on the brink of divorce. I wish they would do their work at the beginning. That's what I mean, yeah. little preventative maintenance, sort of like, I want to learn more about this. I don't need to wait till it becomes really a make or break in my relationship to dive into it. So I, I think you can at that point, but also if you, even if you have a great relationship to look into these courses and study them. Thank you. Um, I'll definitely do it. So oh, thank you. you so much. We appreciate you. Uh, last word for our listeners. Last word that you would love to leave the people with. I think when it comes to sexuality, you got to know yourself. And if you can't know yourself, you need to get help because it will come up in all of your relationships, um, whether, whether it's a small part of it or a big part of it. If you want to be with someone long term, sexuality and sensuality will become a part of it. And it can either be something that really bolsters your relationship or it can destroy it. Wow. Thank you so much, Dr. Viviana Jones. Thank you. I appreciate you coming in. With HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit, get easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy. HelloFresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a reality regardless of your comfort in the kitchen. This is the easiest thing ever. From step-by-step -step recipes and pre-measured ingredients, you'll have everything you need to get a wow-worthy dinner on the table in about 30 minutes. That's so helpful. 
they just they send you the amount, the portion, the amount, the directions, and you get to just make this. It's very easy. It turns a non-cook like myself into like a chef. Say goodbye to endless grocery store trips and takeout food. HelloFresh has you covered. Break out of your dinner rut with HelloFresh's 20-plus seasonal chef-curated recipes each week. There's something for everyone, from family recipes to calorie-smart, vegetarian, and fun menu series like Hall of Fame and Kraft Burgers. Add extra meals to your weekly order, as well as yummy add-ons like garlic bread and cookie dough. Easily change your delivery days, food preferences, and skip a week whenever you need. You know, Brooks, uh, I, I would use this at home. It's great, isn't it? It's so great. I just made the chicken parmesan the other night. Ooh. And the thing I love most about it is that besides it being like healthy, uh, fresh ingredients, it makes me look very, very cool in front of my wife because like it looks like a, a four-star chef made this I thing. I know. You're just like, yeah, I'm a good cook. You That's have friends right. over, just have some HelloFresh, but you don't tell them. You're like, yeah, I just prepared that. I just threw I some, just I just, this up. I had and- some <laughs> stuff together and I threw it together. Yeah. I love it. Get nine free meals with HelloFresh by going to HelloFresh.com slash HMT9 and using code HMT9. Get nine free meals with HelloFresh by going to HelloFresh.com slash HMT9 and using code HMT9. Okay, let's get to it. Super excited. The cliffhanger that we left you with at the start of the show, we have, a, we have three very distinguished and honorable guests in studio with us, and they have a very exciting announcement. So we have Brooke Burke. Hi. Megan King Edmonds. Hello. And Leela DeVille with Hi. us. Hi. They have a massive announcement. They have a new show coming out on iHeart. It is called... Intimate Knowledge. Shh, it's a show about sex. Oh, it's sex. all about... All three ladies are saying this is a show about sex. So mm-hmm. on this show, we just did this whole episode. In the last episode, we just did were about sex. And well, what's that curiosity But look did you there? see how well they did that? They're like, it's intimate knowledge. We're all like, we're talking about sex. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, we're like blushing. Yeah. We played around for so long with the title because it's a little bit in your face. And for us, we wanted to bring this conversation to life and do it in an educational, provocative, sort of a sensual way rather than just sex. Yeah. So, so the, that's why we went with intimate knowledge. Yeah, the <laughs> lady's way of talking about sex. I love it. So I the PG way. So I love I <laughs> well, love we'll this. I, I'm really excited actually for this podcast to come out. I'm going to listen because I think I'm going to learn a ton of this. Yes, you are. Thank um, you. <laughs> yes, I know. And <laughs> no, Lila, no. Lila, you've been Lila's on our show. Make sure of it. <laughs> I literally before before we started recording this over break, I called Lila a weapon because you were so impressive mm-hmm. on our show. I would love to have you back. I'm kind of oh, like yeah. I'm kind of upset that producer Amy put you on their show. Well, we're lucky. Like, we're so lucky. I we're know. We're so lucky. Yeah, to yeah, just wait. This lady is gonna just just spew knowledge that yeah. just blows your and mind. And we need that because knowledge is king, and we need to open our mind and we Into need to knowledge. learn, which is why what you guys are doing is so cool, so that women can understand the perspective of a man, right? So it works both ways. So I have a question for all three of you. What what is your individually? What is your mission? and why you want to do this project. I mean, for me, I think that, you know, that sex is such a huge part of our lives. I mean, it literally is the reason we're here. We're all here on this earth. But um, it's so much more than that. You know, it's it's emotional and intimate and and physical and it's all these things. So why why don't we talk about it more? Why is it why is it bedroom talk? Let's bring it we I want to bring it to the table because I know I have questions and I would love to explore kind of what it means in the in the bigger picture. And so we're here to do that. I love that. And I, I also think this is a conversation that needs to be happen that women are having amongst themselves, but not necessarily out loud. When I think about like sensual health or intimacy, like that's sort of what we're all striving for, human connection. I think it's why relationships work, why marriages fail, why we're struggling, what we're looking for, what, how we lose our way, you know, when it comes to sex, sensual health, intimacy, whatever you want to call it. But we're all talking about it. And maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm on the other side of marriage right now and I'm single and I'm in my 40s and I'm sort of in heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girl. This podcast is going to be amazing. Yeah, be of hot. all the days for Gavin to miss. <laughs> Can I unapologetically say that? No, but I mean, like, awesome. I'm, I'm in it right now. So Amy and I like went back and forth for over a year trying to figure this out. And I'm like, there's so much comedy and challenge and struggle and reality. And like, I, it's just amazing that I find myself after 19 years of marriage now in this space. 
smarter with an open mind and an open heart and in heat. (laughs) (laughs) Still that. Do you want me? I have a lot of male followers on my Instagram. Do you want me to blast that out? No, probably don't. That's not. That's not in my bio. Probably don't say that. Um, But I was just being honest because I I committed to honesty on this project. But um, yeah. Let's like. Can we edit that out? No, I'm kidding. No, I I am. You don't have to put it in your bio, but I think they're gonna find out. You've said it twice in thirty seconds. Right. Right. Leela, um, I, I think we know your purpose, but I want to get more from you and just hear from you. What yeah. is your purpose and mission with the podcast? Uh, I get to speak about what I love to speak about most, which is sex and intimacy. And I think it's just such a beautiful offering because so often it's it's not what we're experiencing that's difficult. It's that we feel that we're experiencing it alone. And so this really cracks open that that conversation. And uh, yeah. yeah, I love that. I, I think it's... In, a, in all humans, men and women, it's something we deeply <coughs> yearn for and crave is that intimate and that physical relationship. But yet, it's one of the things that's very hush-hush, as you said, Megan, mm-hmm. you want to bring this to light. Yeah, it's absolutely. something that for some reason, culturally, societally, we do not bring to the forefront enough. So we try and do that on this podcast. We try and open up a space for men to open up, take the first step in, put down our weapons and say, hey, this is what we're dealing with. Um, But I love that you guys are going at it in the space. We do it in many different spaces. You guys are going at it specifically through sex and intimacy. And can I just add to what you just said, Leela, too? Because you mentioned alone and just to be serious on the other side of what I was saying before. I think in that time and in solitude and spending time with yourself as a woman to really understand where you are and how you feel, and how you think is when we really start to learn. And so for me, I've always been an advocate for women's health and educating women and supporting women in their journey, whatever it looks like. So that's really important for me too, to open up that dialogue and to create a comfort zone and to have those conversations that are a little bit uncomfortable, but that are super important as we learn and understand our own bodies and how to connect and what we want and how to find the right words to express that. Because that's sort of the struggle too. Mm. Even in marriage and relationships, mm-hmm. forget about single life, but learning how to communicate it. and how to ask and express and experiment. And um, it's very taboo still yeah. for a lot of people. And, and this is why I really do what I do, because I really feel that there's, there's nothing um, quite that will define our lives than the, conne- the deepened connections that we have. You know, these really define like the quality of our lives in terms of our sense of aliveness and the bonding and connectivity that we have with others um, in sex and just in in relationship in general and i just want to say because brooke and i have worked on this show for over a year to get i'm like almost emotional about it because we're here i know it's like (laughs) we worked so hard and these three women are i'm so honored to work with them and this is a show that will be produced written edited solely by women the whole team is women. And these three ladies are willing to be so vulnerable and put what is very personal stuff and knowledge out there for all the women and men listening. And that's like scary. Yeah. So just the last two episodes we've done, everyone was so willing to like talk about a subject that's harder to talk about. And these ladies are gonna do that for the benefit of hundreds of thousands of people listening. And I'm so, so glad like, you said that and used the word vulnerable because I know Megan and I are going through a very transformative period of time in our life. I like to even think of it as a bit of a metamorphosis, but being vulnerable is scary as shit and it's hard. And I worked really hard to be able to be vulnerable. And I think in that space as women, if you can get there, and there's just so many beautiful things on the other side of that. And scary, yes, but vulnerability, I think, is truthful and, and, and honest. And to kind of expand on that too, Brooke, being vulnerable at a time when you need to be the strongest, mm-hmm. that balance Ooh. is really tough. Yeah. And so to find that balance and also to not deny yourself your, your feelings or, or your emotions and allow yourself to feel them, but also being strong, mm-hmm. what does that mean? So that's something that we need to explore mm-hmm. and and feel. That's beautifully said. Men too, because we too. are always trying to be strong. And I think even for a very masculine, you know, yeah. alpha man, having moments where you don't have to be so strong, I think is so powerful and sexy and so masculine. And mothers, businesswomen, like mm-hmm. when you learn that you can become unraveled and give yourself permission to be vulnerable, it's the first time in my life. Yeah. I wasn't that woman in my marriage. Sorry, David. I wasn't. 
but now I know if I knew now if I knew then what I knew yeah. now gosh what would happen it, no but uh, seriously like vulnerability is, is a strength. beautiful it thing. is strength it's scary you know what I'm super excited about for you guys is have you guys hosted a podcast or done a podcast ever before not together I have and I really enjoyed it yeah. so much for me how men think for me has been more of a learning platform mm. than a sharing platform mm. how much I have learned and grown the knowledge that I've digested, the conversations we're able to have has helped me learn more than I've ever shared on here. Well, I think that's the, I think that's the difference is that we're not here thinking we're teaching anybody. We're here learning as well and people are learning along with us. Yeah. We're not here saying, oh, we know all the answers. We have a lot to learn. And so when we talk about these things, we too are being vulnerable and, and trying to you know, realize and learn things that we don't know. Yeah. And I think that's why it, you know, they, it translates to yeah. listeners as well. Yeah. Well, um, what is like the first topic you guys want to dig into? What is something you're super? What can listeners expect on like the first episode? Gosh, What's there's the so many, juice? Amy. We have the longest list. I mean, there's so many. We, That's the craziest thing is like we have 20 shows ready to go because this is such a topic that women talk about constantly. And we get together and dish, and we're like, oh my gosh, write that down. Oh, we have to tell that story. Oh, I forgot about. There's just so many things happening right now in this chapter. Yeah. Of our lives. What, what do you, I would uh, say for the first episode, we're really going to dig into um, the importance of intimacy and what intimacy really is to women. It's not just sex to women. So it's understanding what is it, how do we get it, and how do we sustain it? How do we not let it go away? And how do we trust someone else with our own vulnerability and sexuality? Leela's not an We're all looking just, at Leela yeah. right now. <laughs> we're like, we're like remember, is there an answer to that? Yeah, <laughs> I remember our conversation when go. you were on our show and just like how powerful and how much we learned about intimacy that it's so different to a woman than it is to a man and, and you have as good of an understanding of it as anybody I've met. Yeah, I really love to talk about the mechanics of of relationship and what it, what it is to be intimate but also what it is that we desire. You know, and I actually separate those two a, a little bit because we both, we have both of those needs the need for love and intimacy and that relationship but we also have an equal not it's not equal for everybody but a, a charge and a and a desire like that desire for the connection and the unknown and the erotic and you know both of these things are at play and so it's I, and i love that as you're saying this i'm thinking of even within a relationship even within a 20-year marriage that oh, there's totally. unknowns there's erotic there's like you don't figure everything out in two years or f it's not like oh we've been married five years and everything's the same now so as you're saying that i'm thinking this is a life journey mm -hmm. this isn't this isn't a time um stamped yeah time capsule journey it's yeah. like discovery yeah. i mean and just to be totally transparent, it's like as women, we think we figure it out and then we change. So sorry, guys, but, right. but like no. we, oh, yeah. listen, it's hard, yeah. it's yeah. hard even you're being not, us as a woman. You're not woman. really surprising us with that now. <laughs> yeah. We know. It's like, it's crazy. Like we, we, we think we get there and then our whole body, our hormones, our whole system is just ever changing. So it's like we want stability, but we want spontaneity. Like it's we this, it's this ultimate contrast. Things. It's just a complete mind blowing are we allowed to pass on the show? Yeah. But, you know, yeah. I mean, no, it's like it's, it's really, grown. really challenging. Yeah, it's a dynamic. It's a dynamic experience. And it's it's like uh, just the, the phases of the, the what women go through is, is just so tremendous. Um, and how that relates with our partner and the dynamic that mm -hmm. then creates and how then we are in a alliterative process of relating. Yeah. Like it isn't a stagnant thing. It isn't always, it's not constant. Um, we're kind of, it's kind of like the moon, right? It's like we're, we're going through cycles yeah. constantly. I'm excited for this. I want to listen to this because I want to, January 6th. Thanks for out. helping us awesome. launch it and yeah. having us Thank on. Thank you so much. I, we love what you guys are doing. I want to listen to this just because I want to be educated more. Like uh, we have actually more female listeners, I think, of how men think than we have men. And the mission I started out with this was to, to like serve young men to serve men. And we've had women in flocks tune into this show. And can that's, I just say, Lila, <laughs> when you were on our show, I don't think you got to saw this. You got to saw this, got to see this. But we sat there and we talked for a long time, all of us. And we didn't take any break for a while. And so when we were done, all the guys went to the men's room. And when we walked in there, every single one of us was like, wow. Like we had learned so much and heard so much from you that we didn't know. And it's like, we had the conversation, we were learning it, but it was almost like 
we were having the conversation, but we held our breath. And when we went in there afterward, we were like, like it was exhausting how much we didn't know that we were learning. Yeah. I hope we get to say that too. And that it's not just a chick journey that men will tune in and that we can learn because it's really about understanding the polarity of both masculine and feminine. So that's amazing. You guys, well done. I I hope that we get to say the same thing. I think you you will. I hope guys tune into it because it's, I think from a, a cultural perspective, I think there's a, uh, stigma that um sensuality and spirituality and intimacy is a woman's thing i think like in in the locker rooms that i was in in Mm -hmm. in the conditions and culture that Mm -hmm. i spent most of my life in that was the consensus is that it was viewed as as that and now being outside and removing those layers and conditions and things that were became a part of me i'm like so curious about this space for myself, I want to understand my wife as well, but I want to understand yourself better. intimacy for myself and mm-hmm. what does that even look like in, in presence in my life. So I think guys will tune into this. And if you're a gentleman listening to, to our show right now, I fully encourage you to listen to their podcast, to explore yourself, but also to learn more about your partner and how you can communicate better with them. So I'm super excited for this. Look, even if you think you know, you don't. Brooke said they decide and then they change. So you got to keep listening. (laughs) Uh, Come on, you lied. It's exciting. You're on your toes. Brooke, Megan, Leela, thank you so much. The podcast comes out January 6th and it's called Intimate Knowledge. You can find it right here on iHeart, anywhere else you get your podcasts. That's it for this episode of How Men Think. We'll see you right back here next week. Till then, take care of one another. Love Love one one another. another. Have a lot of sex. (laughs) (laughs) That's new.